This is The Harness Habit. I've got all your best bets for The Harness this week. Tune in. Well, it's an exciting weekend for New Zealand harness racing. We've got Cup Week looming up in the horizon. Next Tuesday at Eddington Raceway, we have the IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup, and it's set to be a massive, massive race. I will be doing a special sort of exclusive uh, podcast on running down the Cup Day on the Tuesday. For the Tuesday, that'll be coming out sometime this uh, this Friday or this weekend. So stay tuned for that. But uh, this weekend, we've still got three meetings here in New Zealand. We've got the Friday doubleheader action coming from Rangiora and Auckland during the evening. Rangiora during the day. And so we can hopefully find a few winners and then finish off the weekend strong on Sunday at Wyndham before we look forward to the cup day on tuesday so we'll just get stuck in as we always do and we are going to go to rangiora for race number one and that is the amateur drivers race and there's one in here that i have been uh, following but uh, it's just coming in here fresh up called tane jj um, it's had a couple nice runs and behind some good horses back in july um, obviously might need the run but you know gets barrier two colleen negus knows the horse well so barrier two with the stable mate on the inside don't think they'll be battling each other for the lead and if tane jj can find the pegs then uh, you never know what's going to happen there so race number one tane jj Maybe a little each way play to kick off the day uh, nice and early. And then we go to race number two, and we've got Kiss and Run. Uh, Tim Williams combining with the Robert and Jenna Dunn team. Um, As I'm recording this, all of their horses have just been evacuated overnight from their stables. There's been a massive fire in uh, the Wood End Beach area, so they had to evacuate all the horses and I don't know where they relocated them to exactly, but um, that's just a wee bit of a slight concern. Obviously, their horses are maybe out of pattern uh, for the next couple of days before they run on Friday. But to be honest, you know, they, they're doing good work anyway. And a couple of days off shouldn't uh, shouldn't actually be too bad for them. Might freshen them up. So I'm not too worried about that as the Robin and Jenna Dunn stable are flying. Um, but kiss and run in here at barrier number seven. Very good, massive in his last two starts. Um, he's been devoid of any luck, and he's he's bound to go very close. He was surging home to the line into third last start. Um, if with any luck here, Tim Williams can hopefully push him off the gate. Uh, push her, sorry, she's a filly. Uh, push her off the gate and get to the top and be a very, very strong winning chance. There is one in here called Yogi Sun. Uh, Bob Butt driving for Kyle Marshall. So this is a wee bit of an interesting horse that won nice at the Rangiora Trials the other day, ran home in pretty decent sectionals, um, pretty well held too, and uh, gets the uh, removable deafness on. So the gear change there for the two-year-old Colt. Um, Yogi's son, he, you might want to have a little save a bit on him in race number two, but pretty keen on kiss and run. And then we move on to race number five, and we've got the Del Getty Stable and Blair Orange combining here. Carmelite, this horse is showing a bit. Uh, I know Carter Del Getty has been keen on this horse. He's tipped me out a few times, um, and it's it's run well. Sort of maybe slightly been unlucky, or maybe slightly over raced, but um, you know comes back into a winnable race here. Has been reversing some pretty honest types. So there's a couple on debut here. Bit of race experience helps here. Blair Orange to do the steering. Barrier two, probably going to be able to get to the top and lead them. 
Um, you know, you've got McCaitlin Denario, the Southerner, Nathan Williamson's journeyed up. So that'll be uh, running close. Major Happy's been knocking on the door and just really tries hard and often has to sit park. So there's a couple of good horses in here. Um, but I think Carmelite should be able to find the top and dictate, dictate the speed. And Blairon should be able to get the chocolates in race number five for the lads. Then we go to the very next one, race number six. Another standing start, um, which is a wee bit scary. But I just thought this horse called Tress Magnifique could run a cheeky top three, top four at odds. Um, I think the bookies will give us a genuine enough quote for it. Uh, Brent Weaver does the driving and the training. Seven-year-old mare, she just whacks away. Um, and she ran a nice fifth and behind Paramount Impress, who's impressed uh, early on in her career. So she's a good trotter going forward. And she held her line, um, held her, her held her ground, Tres Magnifique, to the line and ran on for fifth. And obviously no handicap. Barrier two, steps, rolls them along in front, can hand up to the right horse and could be running into the top three or four. So hopefully that's at a genuine enough value and you can shop that price then we go to race number eight another standing start um there's two in here that are a wee bit uh, jostling for favoritism for me i think mega rock's been really going well um and the conqueror and forvo gambler so there's about three of them that all have real good chances uh but stamp judy um comes in here fresh up for a new trainer matt purvis he had a winning well uh, not a winning trial sorry uh, ran third and behind henry hubert and a taste of honey um, they ran home in about a 55-second last half, so that's an interesting race, this one. Um, they're all on the 10-meter handicap, apart from the two, Kennedy and um, Art Collector. But I'm pretty keen to go to the Conqueror just to um, reward the Conqueror for all the honest efforts uh, because this American ideal fella um, just keeps whacking away and has been running in sound races in behind Star Magic. So Samantha Otley's in some great form for Trevor Harkness. Probably going to be decent enough each way quote and should be running a place in my eyes. So we're happy to have that one on top. And um, that's that's my sort of thoughts for Rangi or Harness on the in the day. And then we move on to the night to Alexandra Park where we've got some nice racing. And then race number one, I'm pretty keen on Blazing Louie. This horse um, has actually beaten home Nicholas Cage two starts ago when Tim Williams did the driving. They ran home in a 55-9 last half, um, and that was on a slushy track. So there's uh, plenty to like about that run. And then second up, uh, the second time to the races, came second to Montana DJ after doing a stack of work. So pretty keen to get on uh, Blazing Louie again, get it on top. Ultimate Missile's been knocking away, uh, but yeah, had its chance to win, I thought, last start. So pretty keen to lock in Blazing Louie and uh, looks a great chance. Bet West, obviously a favorite uh, uh, rival in the race, right? Last start winner, but Blazing Louie's on top for me. Better draw as well. So then we move to race number two, Flying Colors. Put this one on top in the podcast last week, got a bit unlucky. Tony Cameron, Tony Hulahi combining. Obviously, Tony Hulahi's down in the South Island for Cup Week. So we've got Tony Cameron to do the steering, and he's probably running operations at the moment. So, you know, we're not losing anything there. He's a good driver. But uh, race number two, barrier four, I think Flying Colors had to sit park for a good majority of that trip and was still right there at the finish. Um, and probably likes Alexandra Park a touch better 
and you know looking for a really improved effort here and you know drawn better than the other two in the market that'll probably be no added sugar in the boaster um i think they can get some of this with the two-year-old gelding um then we move on to race number uh four actually i skipped past one mid through luca he's a big boy he's a four-year-old he's a uh, pretty tough he's a bit as delight um, and he just sort of whacks away, and he's ran some really good runs in behind Mr. Chip. Um, he's actually beaten Mr. Chip as well. Um, and, you know, he showed some real tenacity um, during the winter periods or during June. So he's definitely going to go on top here, coming in fresh up with a couple workouts to prepare. Manny's had every chance. Um, and as junior drivers, we get Mark Hurrell. So. That's a tick there, and I think if Midfrew Luca can find the top, then it's going to be a great chance um, and arguably should be winning that race off the form that it has um, behind Mr. Chip. Then we go to race number six, Nicholas Cage. He's a big boy. He's flying at the moment. He's got barrier four after two scratching on the inside. He should go to the top. He should stay there, and he should be winning. One of the better bits of the night for me. He just seems to be getting better and better. Um, and, you know, he's only three years old, so Nicolas Cage is going to get better and better. And, you know, he's going to continue on his winning way. And I think on Friday night, Alexandra Park, he's going to be winning again. Then we go to race number seven, and we go to Double Delight. This is a very, very good three-year-old filly, and she has ran some very, very nice races in behind Highgrove at group level. Yeah, and sort of behind, she's beaten Miss Mystic Max as well. Like she's just, she's really performed well in her career so far. And last start, she was fresh up and she ran a bold second in behind Icy Fire. Obviously, no handicap to deal with tonight, uh, on Friday night, sorry. And 2,700 meters, she should be able to see that out. And I feel like if she steps, she's going to be at least running top two, top three. Um, but I reckon she can win this this race. So Double Delight goes on top. And that rounds out our Friday night. And we move hastily along to the Sunday at Wyndham, where we do have um, quite a little interesting little card. We've got, obviously, Cup Day on the Tuesday. So a few drivers are actually going down. Blair Orange is going down on the Sunday. So they don't want a wee bit of travel. Um, before Cup Day on Tuesday. But anyway, Sunday, Wyndham, race one, Sophie. Uh, Tyler Jew, he is training this girl. And their stable, his stable, is flying at the moment. Um, I think he's only had three or four career starts for three wins and a second. So he's yet to run out of out of the money as a trainer. So he's doing God's work at the moment. Um, and this maiden looks very weak. So if Sophie can find the top and set a nice tempo over the two 400 metres, she should still be whacking away at the end and getting the chocolates for the punters early doors on Sunday afternoon. And then we move to race number four, Nyla. Um, this horse, has, she, she's showing a wee bit. Um, she does get Blair Orange to do the steering, which is a big tick in a field like this. Looks pretty mediocre, to be honest. We've got Fine By Me, who's trained by Brett McIntyre for and Craig Ferguson to do the driving, and that's showing a wee bit of tenacity behind some decent horses. So that's a wee bit of a roughie after last start's failure, but probably going to be running a better race and much improved on the bigger track. So I think Nyla, though, is the one to have each way on. She's got a bit of gate speed. She can do it at both ends. She's a, she's a tough cookie. 
um, and she should be able to find the top relatively easy, I thought, and lead him up. So Blair Orange to stack him and run him home and get the chocolates in race number four. Then we go to race number eight, where we've got a Canterbury visitor called Wheels of Fortune. This horse, this horse is pretty decent. Uh, he's only three years old. He's improving. John Hay dr- trains and drives. He's only got a select few horses, but they do do go well. So we do have Mr. McLaren in here, who last start won very nicely at Invercargill. Uh, but Wheels of Fortune's had a couple trial wins. Where we're running home in 55 seconds, so. He seems pretty fit and up to the mark, and he's a horse going places and wouldn't be surprised to see him be a very good horse in the future. So he has to sort of win to him on Friday, uh, Sunday, sorry, and uh, Wheels of Fortune on top, clearly top pick for me. Then we go to race number nine, and the Tyler Dew theme continues. Um, big track here, so not too worried about tipping one on the back row. Um, you know, there's plenty of chance to you know, work your way into the race and then let down with a big sprint on that big, long, wide straight um, at Wyndham Raceway. So Rucker Jed, Canterbury form that stacks up in a race like this. Um, second and behind Zelendi, who's shown to be a decent horse and come out and ran a second in a higher grade. Um, and Rucker Jed seems like a pretty decent enough horse and sort of whacks away and Rory Micklerooks for Tyler Jew. It's a great combo to get a part of. So, yep, third on the back row. May follow out Jabali, who could even go out, go out to the lead, and then we could maybe wrestle the lead off them. So there's definitely opportunities here to find the top, even though we're on the back row. But we wouldn't even have to. You just have to settle Rakajid down and sort of come with one run or, you know, he'll be right there in the finish either way. So hopefully there's a few uh, winners in these picks for this weekend. Hopefully you guys are looking forward to Cup Week and we're going to have an awesome sort of podcast where we go over the fields with me and Andrew Fitzgerald and Matthew Markham. That will be coming up. So keep an eye out for that. That will be put into the where you, where you get your podcast normally and that will give you a rundown for Cup Week. And, of course, our punters club is now open. Us and the TAB partnered up for the whole week of Cup Week, Tuesday to Saturday. Go into the app, go on the browser, TAB, and you'll see the little BGP icon. Click on that and invest your money into the Punters Club. And hopefully we get a few winners for you and everybody who gets involved. So we've got a lot to look forward to. And hopefully we get some nice profits over the cup week. And I'm looking forward to it. So I'll be down there in Christchurch and I'm fizzing. So we'll see you next week or we'll see you in the next episode.